Death Watch. Welcome back to The Cradle of the World, a D&D 3.5 campaign by Death Watch Productions. I am Brandon, the Dungeon Master, and we pick up here where we left off last session, where the heroes uh, had come out of their home in the morning to a loud crashing sound and found odd uh, construct-like entities in their yard, blasting them with lasers and punching wildly. And then quickly following um, some smaller ones along with some goblins wielding, uh, you know, throwing thunderstones and tanglefoot bags had appeared as well. <clears throat> and of course, the whole while, the automaton had been uh, proclaiming that the lands were now under the rulership of Emperor Bra Dragon LeBlanc and that uh, everyone had to submit or be destroyed. So our heroes defeated those enemies, and then uh, they looked to the sky and saw a, a flying ship uh, on the coastline. And this was, this particular ship had a, a massive balloon um, suspended from it with cables and some propellers and some metal tubes protruding from the side of it. And so that's where we'll pick back up now. But first, we'll introduce our players, starting with Chris. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm playing Casimir, hero, hero of the rock. And I'm prepared to fight a bunch of ghosts. Unfortunately, I'll be fighting a bunch of humans. I'm Travis. I'm playing Graham, the hero of the sea. And I'm prepared to become a loyal citizen <laughs> of this new empire. <laughs> I'm Justin. I'm playing Rohan, hero of the sky. And I'm looking forward to killing these guys. <laughs> I am John playing Fenris, and as soon as we defeat this emperor, I am going to become the new emperor. Mm. <laughs> you got to change your name, though. <laughs> I will, as I'll become the new Emperor LeBlanc. Okay. As all good emperors should be. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so you guys are standing out in your yard um, <clears throat> outside your home. The gate to the gate at the wall had been busted down by these things. And um, yeah, so uh, your gate had been busted down, and then you saw this ship uh, flying through the air up there. So uh, that's where we'll pick it up. And this, as you get a closer, as you get more time to look at this ship, you'd say it's probably. 40 feet long. Uh, I can't remember what I said last. I think I said something like 60, but this is actually 40 feet long from, you know, front to back and um, probably 20 feet wide. And uh, that balloon thing that is suspended from it uh, is actually larger by, you know, space. And it is about 30 feet from the deck. Now, as you guys are watching, you can, there was some, uh, like, uh, propellers, odd looking propellers on the front and back that are spinning. And it is heading in a, in a easterly direction along the coast. So you're looking at the port side of it. Um, and it moves very slow. I mean, that's one thing you notice right away is moving very slow, but also, 
now that you've had more time to look, you can see that it's it's listing. Um, it, it seems to be uh, heavily slanted towards its port side. So so the starboard side is up higher in the air, and there's some smoke coming from that side of it. You can't see where it's coming from, but there is some smoke coming from it. And uh, uh, on the parts of it you see, you can see there are clear signs of damage along the the uh, hull of this. And at this distance, you can see some figures running around up on the deck. About how far out is it? Well, it's probably about, It's it seems to be hugging the coastline, so maybe a quarter mile away. Mm. Fly up there, Rohan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not that we... big of a ship. I think our rocks could take off anything on the deck. Well, your rocks are 30 feet from beak to tail. Yeah. So it's not much bigger long ways than your your rocks. Yeah, I was trying to figure out how to fly up and board it. Yeah. <laughs> like I was just off a rock. going to shoot a fireball at the bully. <laughs> that works. <laughs> well, I can say that looking at it, at its size, uh, boarding it with your rock is like, like trying to fly through the right. trees. Yeah. Yeah. There's I was cables wondering how and, I'd get myself yeah. off the rock. Oh, onto the, you'd have to be doing some jumping off of like it. Yeah, hover now. Yeah, yeah, we could hover over it, but even yeah, you'd still be jumping off of that onto the balloon. <laughs> and a ship that doesn't look up. like it's still doing, yeah. or it's not doing too well. As uh, I was gonna say, is we should get the rocks and head up there, and bring down the airship, or commandeer it. Yeah, that's what I kind of hoped for. Like, part of the problem is, um, you know, like, getting onto the ship. Like, I could, like, jump off if we're all close enough together. I could fall, feather fall those of us who don't have it. Uh, if we, we were prepared to go after ghosts, so, but we also theorized that the ethereal, I the ethereal plane might walk. not be safe. Wind walk would work, yeah, unless there's a high wind, right? Mm, yeah. Um, now, the enemies that attacked our our uh, home, they came from the direction of the town, right? Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, sort because of, that's but... where the gate is. is yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, here, I'll give you a better answer. Where um, they more likely came from the beach. Okay. It's just that the way they had to go to get to the gate makes it so that, you know, they could have come from either, but in your estimation considering where the airship is it's more likely they came from the beach we could also just go approach them put all of our weapons into the bag of holding and then pull them all out when it comes time if negotiations fall through i'd rather so, go fully armed and see if they negotiate yeah. at, at knife or at <clears> spear the point. Most well, i don't mean go with with bow drawn and you know sword out but one I mean, hand with a arrow <clears> cocked back Another yeah. with another bow in the other hand, just fully fully drawn and pointed at him. I yep. would say, yeah. not for the best <laughs> Go diplomacy. Dual wielding bows. <laughs> While you are discussing this, you hear a loud, obnoxious horn. Is that coming from way? the east? No, no, it's oh. it's coming. <laughs> That's a signature call. <laughs> the penalty. Well, for... I I do need to go get my armor on. So, because either way, I we just ran out of here 
uh, after yeah. sleeping. So let's let me at least go prepare for whatever we're gonna do. And we should uh, probably if send no action is way. decided by the time I get back, then we will attack the airship. <laughs> Default lawful good. Yep. <laughs> we we should probably send Mudsway or or someone to go warn the town. Let them know it's probably good potential idea. enemies are on the way. That's well, I think they obvious. can probably see it. Probably. Why don't you well, go get up in your, been... in your light tower? Don't you have? You a, mean just... a warning system there? No, that's up on the mountains. That should have been their yeah. entry. Was them destroying the rest of the light tower? <laughs> that would have been Rohan immediately rocked the vindictive trade. That's like but, me shooting that one guy's toaster in the uh, stuffer shack shadow run uh, short run. <laughs> just for just because. But your normal style doesn't leave any room to go harder. It's not like you can shoot first firster. <laughs> no, Rohan might be able to. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. That and I can continue on with cruelty and malicious <laughs> All right. destruction. Uh, They've taken everything from me. Have the rocks saddled. Uh, I'm going to follow Fenrith in and get armored. Okay. Uh, I believe, Graham, you probably have like a morning ritual to get to. But 10 minutes will do that now? (laughs) Well, I'm kind of doing it, but like, um, you know, those moments where you're going through your routine and and it seems pointless when you're doing it. It's like, why do I bother? Well, yeah. you I think more... they call it depression. Mm. <laughs> so. You became wiser and now you're yes. depressed. Uh, <laughs> I but... didn't realize what my low wisdom was shielding me from the horrible yeah, I, truth. I, I was going to say, he, he <laughs> became more wise. He didn't lose his OCD. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I was in the midst of it when this occurred. Yeah, so was, I think that's a, a pretty good plan, though. This is all uh, on the way in to the, back to the house. This is all call for Mudsway to warn the villagers that we are under attack. Okay. Yeah, so uh, he takes off right away at a at a sprint and uh, disappears through the gate and around the corner. Life would be so much easier without the villagers. <laughs> Just saying. I've been saying that for years. I'll start the slow 10-minute process of getting armor on. It's also impossible to to uh, not be a hero if you don't have to, like, you can't disappoint them, right, on a heroic level if they're all dead. The great thing about being a hero <laughs> is you only get to disappoint them once. We're the hero of Cradle, not yeah. of the villagers of Cradle. Yeah. Well, we have an opportunity to get in the good graces of our new masters if we kill the villagers now. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is just Bloodtooth talking. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think he wants to get close to the Emperor so he can try to become the new LeBlanc. He's going to beat you to it. Campaign. We're all going to figure out how we're going to be the By new By the Emperor. time I come out from putting my armor on, he'll have, have had more than enough opportunity to go and kill LeBlanc <laughs> and become the new one. But he's got to start by killing off all the other people who want to become LeBlanc too. So you got to be careful. Get that armor on quick, John. <laughs> I'll start with the chest and the headpiece. <laughs> Why does it take so long? It's like waiting for your girlfriend. Mm. Uh, you know, I saw a video that's pretty accurate for <laughs> yeah. donning it yourself. And I can't and even trust that guy had you to, have to help me now, Graham. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Why not? An unshielded <laughs> because back. Because you want oh, to right. be, <laughs> be the new the Emperor, emperor. Blanc too. 
All right. So Casimir and Gr- or, um, Fenrith are going to get their armor on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Roland, what are you doing? I'm saddling the rocks. And Graham? Uh, finishing up my, grabbing my bag and everything like that. So, because I think I ran out here in the middle of brushing my teeth or something. Imagine okay. the arterial spray on a rock. <laughs> <laughs> it flood the village. Even his rock will start side-eyeing him now, like, <laughs> as he's starting to climb up. Uh, his rock uh, will probably start side-eyeing the other rocks and decide which one <laughs> it needs to kill first to become the if new If I remember LeBlanc. correctly, I think I spent some time imagining that when we first got on them. Really? Oh. Yeah, I think Bloodtooth was like pointing it out, or maybe we were joking about it then. I'm not sure. <laughs> like all good jokes, it must be repeated <laughs> right. till it's no longer a joke. Yeah, so I'm just grabbing my gear, Brandon. Okay. And then I'm going to run out and uh, look at... Oh, never mind. I thought I had a, a seeing glass. I just went all the way back to uh, Rafe. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> I thought you did. Mm. It's did Rafe that does. It? No, it's Rafe. <laughs> His uh, Wheel of Time character that has it. No. Well, <laughs> magic. They're kind of the same, especially now that his wisdom's up. <laughs> right. What was Rafe's dump stat? Oh, Constitution. That's right. <laughs> Just like Graham. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I had to have two dump stats for this character. It's because you were deciding to play on hard mode. I know. Where do we get six from our amulets? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so that was a nine originally. I mean, I would uh, I would imagine either we've got one somewhere in here, or some one of the villagers maybe has one. Seeing as how oh, do we have a a seeing glass? Uh, yeah, yeah. You can you have one in the home. Yeah, I'll grab it and and bring it out uh, and start looking. I'm gonna stab him. <laughs> I'm gonna stab him. Yeah, I'm just looking at Rohan. <laughs> <laughs> Just watching me put the saddle on and looking over my shoulder at him. Watching Fenrith get armored. I'm going to stab him real good. If it were old Grimm, it just would have, hey, that would have had it backwards. So you just would have seen that big eye at the end of it back in the cartoons. <laughs> now I imagine him like standing up on the uh, one of the roofs of the hero house, just looking in through our windows with this spyglass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just hanging on. When you so turn does that around, bring, um, he's always facing uh, uh, Rohan. That way he's not looking in through the window. He's like one of bad guys on the lower quality versions of Doom. Because he, you can't be flanked, so you're always facing us. <laughs> How does that work? That's pretty frightening to visualize. Rohan climbs up in a tree to look at the land, and I'm like... Because <laughs> I, I don't imagine it as any type of blur effect, as I imagine, like, he's got one eye going through the, the glass, and then his head just splits, and this other <laughs> creature turns around f- with one eye on you now. So, Game Master Brandon, do I get any more details? All right, so you're just looking at the ship, the airship? Yeah, seeing if I can get a look at who's on board or see any shapes. Um, see, all right. see if they're like in more distress than being damaged. If they're like, I don't know. I guess I wouldn't be able to tell. Well, right. You do see that whatever's going on up there, there is a flurry of activity. I mean, there's people running to and fro, grabbing things and pulling on things. And they're, they've got like... <clears throat> 
those those cables seem to be adjustable, so they're moving those. And um, you know, there's one person in particular walking around that's clearly in charge, shouting orders at people. Gotta stab that guy. <laughs> do do you hold out your knife like uh, was it Prince of Thieves? <laughs> right, right there. <laughs> so they're being real busy. Um, man, maybe we just ought to get up on the birds to make sure they don't crash crash into, into the, the village. Well, they're following the coastline, right? So yeah. Far. Well, that's like the the direction that they're faced. There, they'd like be going east along the coastline, but they're moving almost. Not at all at this point. We could. Uh, As a matter of fact, like based on where they are, uh, you know, they're actually right above the the beach, the docks where everybody takes their fishing boats out. So might want to look out, wing over, and evacuate the docks if they haven't <laughs> yeah. already. They are villagers. <laughs> they all gathered out there. Yeah. What do you expect that is up in the sky? It looks like it's falling. Sure is big. Getting bigger by the second. But as you're looking through this glass at that, you do you do start hearing that um, that horn again. Um, it sounds like it's getting a little bit closer, but you can't you can't see its source because you know you're inside a wall. But um, it's not coming from that ship. It's it's coming from somewhere closer. Well, maybe I'll. Um get in a lookout somewhere if we got a, well, a higher place i can see tower, the, wall. the lighthouse yeah well i know it wasn't the top destroyed i thought the very like yeah they were but it would on, probably still be higher than the wall they were working on fixing it but also like the there's no wall along the southern cliff that your house is right up against and you know if you move over that direction you could see yeah i was uh thinking in the direction of this noise that's separate from the airship this annoying horn but yeah i mean you could you could easily find a place where you've got a view of that direction and that's like um second here you are on top of the roof already staring at fenrith so you'd probably get a good vantage point from there (laughs) i knew it he is applying makeup yeah (laughs) so over you know where there is no wall, you can look down and you can see the beach and you can see a good portion of the path from the beach um, that that travels, you know, to the bottom of these hills before the path to the village. And that's where, like, uh, at that section of ground that's no longer, you know, beach, it's no longer sand, it's, you know, reach the, um, the hard ground uh, that would eventually lead to the path up to the village or what used to be the farmlands and is now a giant forest. Um, you can see a, uh, a group of figures all dressed in this, uh, same, you know, sharp red uniforms, uh, holding up a, like a white flag. And one of them's blaring on this horn constantly. And, uh, they've got a couple of the, what looks to you from this distance, the same, uh, uh, the same constructs that you fought the first big one looks like there's two of those, but they're with flying this out. group. And some of them, based on their size, are clearly goblins, but they're all wearing those. But yeah, they have they are walking with a white flag, and we're not so ignorant 
that we don't know that that means. Right. That's pretty universal. We don't have to accept it. I know, but I'm going to tell you about it just to clear my conscience. You don't have a conscience. <laughs> it <laughs> I does. Do. It's called blood tooth. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so I'll run back and, and tell everybody who's around what I saw. So this is a second group? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and it. then uh, do, well, before you do that, do, do a spot check for me. Does the looking glass give you any bonuses? Or does it just remove penalties? I can't remember how it worked in the Wheel of Time. Oh. All right, so as you're watching those that group, and they're moving up um, along the path, you scan over a bit towards the beach, and you can see a uh, there's a group of small, like, rowboat-sized craft sitting on the beach, not near the water. And these, um, they look like any rowboat except for uh, they've got what looks like uh, s- uh, small sails jutting out to either side of it, almost like wings, but they're clearly sails. And um, they're they're like hovering. Oh, off like the a, land a know, little bit, just barely off the off the ground. Hover ships, and that's where you can see through your spyglass their their tracks come from those boats. Okay, well. I'll imagine it's natural to scan from where they parked on the beach there out over the water to see if there's any more of those ships or different ones out over the ocean. Yeah, and and you don't see any. Okay. Just that one. Well, I will let them know there's a group, you know, waving a white flag mixed, just like the ones we fought with the, uh, what do you call them? Who am I talking to? Hmm. Rowan? He's saddled on the rock, so yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, what, what are they? Golems or like golems? They, they seem similar, although it's not of a metal I'm used to. I, I can't imagine the resources it would take to create entire golems of adamantine. Well, I guess they want to talk now. <laughs> well, they sure showed a funny way of starting the conversation by attacking us. Okay, uh, it was probably fear my head of our real, strength. Huh? That makes them want to negotiate. I don't know if I'm up for negotiating after they've attacked us already. Well, yeah, obviously we're not going to negotiate. Although, they could be other people. Maybe this is a group that opposes LeBlanc. I think I described Only the same one way type to of find uniform. Out. That was a detail I got, that they were dressed sharply in this, oh. the same uniform that we've encountered. I mean, yeah. we can always kill them case. right after we talk to them. And they are waving a white flag. I guess we should uh, at least hold to the hold to the uh, you know, terms of a parlay. Well, my arrows aren't quite as effective against these things as normal. How about I ride Tempest while one or two of you head down, and if negotiations break down, you send a signal, and I'll bring the rocks down on them. It's called fireball. Sounds good. <laughs> Graham, would you like to join me, or are you looking forward to facing those things again? Well, maybe you should take Casimir up in the air. Well, we need someone to I work to better signal. up close. Will you have your rod of fireball ready so that if things break down, you can signal us? <laughs> yes. Got it right here. Wait, that looks like... <laughs> I'll have to shoot a magic missile at you, though. <laughs> no, just... I was joking that you stole my... Uh... Rod? Yeah, my rod of fireball. No, uh, 
I do have access to fireballs, I guess, but they're precious to me. <laughs> Are <laughs> they like potatoes? <laughs> so, who's going to go parlay? You want me to go parlay? Well, or obviously. Definitely not me. Okay. And I'll back you up, Fenrith. Yes. As I you want Graham as me. my second. <laughs> All right. I'll you hear what he hop just on said? Tempest. What? <laughs> <laughs> Tell Graham once we get on board, you know what to do. Yeah, I'll go climb That's on the That's the only ribbon. information that I'll give him, too. <laughs> do you give a wink or anything else? Nope. I just, like a nod. Be like, you know what? When we get on board, Graham, you know what to do. And I nod and... In my mind, I mean, like, keep an eye out, you know, if, if anything starts getting crazy, start stabbing people. And in his yeah, mind, that's... I'm hoping he mean he thinks I mean just start murdering people. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I do is I just run the finger underneath my throat and nod. No, you just like Joe Pesci. Yeah, I got you. I know what you're talking <laughs> about. Get in there with the ice pick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So just who who's going to parley then? Just... Me and Graham. Okay. And and Casimir and Roland up in the air? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should we uh, do a loop around, check the village from the air? Sounds good. Yeah. Once we're up high enough, we could also circle a little bit farther out, see if there are any other ships coming. Okay. Yeah, there's that one fruit fly that is just annoying. <laughs> it's taunting us now. Mm. All right, Graham, so you um, and Fenrith, you, judging by their pace, which is not hurried, uh, you quickly deduce where the best place is to uh, intercept them, and that would be uh, right at the edge where um, where that the point at which they would have to then turn onto the path up to the village or go into what used to be the farmland. And, you know, based on their speed, it's pretty easy for you to intercept them there. And then, so you guys are all kitted out, right? Mm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Give me one second here. Does this mean I get to put cannons on Riven if we take this ship? (laughs) I think it does. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That'd be awesome. What I really want is I want a bunch of, uh, like, rods of disintegrate. (laughs) That all key off at once, so it looks like a light show. <laughs> I've wanted that since uh, we tried to make that Colossus in one of Brandon's older games. It's like, what? Uh, what is that attack? I think it's like the C-130s that do it, but it's like the Angel of Death, they call it. Mm. But you can just see it. It's like fans out behind them. All these disintegration rays. Mm. I love the smell of disintegrated <laughs> <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> Smells like victory. You know, we probably would be the, like, the commander that wants to go surfing. We are, like, island folk. We probably have some sort of uh, sport or or fun activity that's like that. <laughs> oh, oh, no. The disintegration beams are wrecking these waves. And we all know Rohan would be the one flying over human citizens just shooting <laughs> them with bows. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, get it. Fenrith gets to ask him, how can you just shoot women and children? And he goes, I don't lead them as much. (laughs) Yeah, they don't move as fast. Uh. (laughs) Oh, man, such a good line. 
All right. So um, let me put you on here real quick. We'll give. My dice are the wrong color. Graham and Fenrith here. Let's oh. see, Divine Power and Righteous Might are gone. I turned off my haste. Okay. Oh, um, I forgot I was damaged. Can I have healed myself in that time, Brandon? Yeah. Was uh, I might might need a bit from that thing too if you feel sure. up for it. That was almost perfect, Graham. <laughs> Got almost what I needed. <laughs> Looks like you need two, probably. Okay. Go for another one. Might as well. Oh, and it overshoots every time. Minus 15 dragon points. No. Overhealing is not allowed. <laughs> Takes me down to 31 charges left. You were so close. <laughs> now it's all back. Them having goblins in their army is really trying to trigger my favorite enemy. <laughs> <clears throat> what is it, orcs or... Uh, humanoid goblin. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. One of the good reasons to play a play an elf is that you can also take human as favored, which is yeah. something that was a bit more important when we had more humans around in like other campaigns. But yeah, always made me mad that you had to be evil to take your own race. Yeah, it's like why? Like there are humans out there that specialize in killing other humans all day. I guess they probably are a bit on the evil side most of the time. Well, in D and D, they probably would have warred with each other more than the other ones, yeah, right? Yeah, because you you're coming in contact more with uh, your own consolidating your own power and what have you. Okay, so you guys, you get there a little ahead of them, and they, um, when they get close enough, about fifty feet away from you, uh, they, the whole group stops, and I'll describe them to you here in a second. Um, so you have. Uh, I'll share this map here. Let's see. So Fenrith and Graham, there's the map. <clears throat> you see? I do. All right. So yep. you have these these two, um, on it, one on each end, these two giant um, automaton creatures. And then you've got five goblins in, the, in a line along the back. And these ones... Um, you know, these are like those other ones you saw, you know, similar to goblins, but that they, you know, they're dressed sharply in, in, you know, polished boots and whatnot. These ones um, are actually, these particular ones are carrying these long, they look like staffs. Um, it's like metal and wood staffs uh, with an odd shape on one end of it and then on the business, what you can gather is the business end of it. There's a, uh, there's a, uh, what looks like a knife or a dagger attached to the end of it <clears throat> so that it could be used to stab with. And then, uh, the, in front of them, who you have, uh, uh two humans. And the first one, um, that you can see, is carrying the same sort of weapon those goblins are. He's obviously bigger, and so is that weapon. But um, he, uh, you know, he's he's dressed the same. He's got that red, you know, uh, or he he's dressed differently. He doesn't have that red coat. He's dressed much more like you would expect uh, you or especially Roland to dress. He's got you know the the 
earth earth colors with his armor and uh, <clears throat> much more nondescript. And then the one who is clearly the leader of this group, the uh, human in front there. Oh, and that other one, that other human is holding up that white flag. That one who is clearly the leader, he is uh, dressed differently as well. He's um, holding a wooden staff that has some runes and sigils carved into it. And uh, he's dressed in uh, dark, uh, rich robes and uh, vest and cloak that um you know clearly it would cost a lot of money they're they're very well made and um the only thing and he's human um the only thing that really catches your attention about him besides that is that he's got a black uh metal collar clasped about his throat <clears throat> and it also has sigils and and uh little insignias uh, carved into it as well and black, angry black lines sort of um, emanate from it along just under his skin, uh, up his neck and along his face. And they, they follow odd meandering patterns. Uh, they don't it's clearly not healthy, whatever it is. It, it, it looks bad. But um, and so it kind of makes his face constantly seem to change, uh, you know, based on the profile and shadows but these things are constantly racing around his head and uh he holds up his hand and they all stop and then he continues on alone towards you and as he gets closer you can see um well do a spot both of you all right graham as he gets closer you're watching him closely and you happen to see just by the way he turns his head um that that collar has spikes coming from it, but on the inside, and they're like piercing his mm. flesh um, on the inside of that collar. But he approaches you, and he's got his staff in hand, and he and he has a regal, almost arrogant, well, definitely arrogant bearing. And he stands straight, and he uh, throws back the hood of his uh, cloak, and he looks at both of you, and he's got a um, an odd look on his face. It's it's hard to tell if it's contempt or terror. Um, and there's undertones of uh, pain as well. But he says to you that these lands and all those who reside here are now under the rulership of Emperor Dragon LeBlanc, as they always have been. You are ordered to submit immediately to his rule and none will be harmed. Quality of your life will increase far greater than you could ever imagine. Now, who, uh, who, from whom will I be accepting the surrender of the peoples of these lands? Might as well just send up the signal, Fenrith. All right. <laughs> then we'll shoot on over to um, <laughs> Casimir and Rohan. You guys oh, take for, flight. For good deal, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you guys take flight on your rocks, and um, what? Where did you want to go? Did you want to keep any particular distance from the ship, or what? Do you? Where do you want to go? I'm just going to basically follow Rohan's lead. I'll uh, have my wand of fireball ready uh, just in case, and then I think we were going to circle over the village and make sure that there were no immediate 
threats inside the village. Yeah, although it would probably be as they were walking out to go to wherever the meeting place was. and <laughs> So it doesn't matter. We're on rocks. They're flying super fast. We can circle it. Yeah, once, once they actually get to the meeting, we could probably be pretty close so that as soon as the, the sign was given, we could attack. All right. <clears throat> but uh, then we're heading towards the ship itself, right? So A little bit, yeah. So I'm following your lead. How close you want to get to this thing? Um, Shouting distance? Yeah. I look forward to seeing your charisma rolls. <laughs> Why do I need charisma rolls? Negotiation. Oh, there's no negotiating. There's just killing. Okay. Okay. So uh, you guys take to the air and you you make your wide circles to check on the village and do some spot checks there. I guess we only need to get within your range increments then. Are we not and planning then, on uh, using the rocks flyby or snatch attacks? Here, let me put them on there. Oh, I guess that's a good point. It's just that, like, usually, like, you can't, like, target. Whereas I can target with a fireball, which is why I was going to hang back. Yeah. Well, right. we could hit them as we're heading in. Okay. With, and as we circle around for our next pass. <laughs> yes, we got flyby. Yeah. Hopefully those Wing explosions over. go off as soon as he finishes saying what he's saying. And we'll just be like. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Then I just steps back and flips him off and. <laughs> That said, I have always wanted a character to ride a atomic bomb down to, uh, <laughs> like from it being dropped out of a plane. Yeah, Doctor Love or Strange Love. All right. Do you stuff. guys see your um, rocks now? Do you yes. have command of them now? Um, I don't know. I see them on the combat tracker. I don't see. Is there a map that we're supposed to be on? I had a little thing pop up. Where? Um. Like a a little menu mm. popped up with Tempest. Maybe that's what happened. Uh, I think me... I closed it immediately. <laughs> that's okay. I'll do it again. I'm, I'm sorry, man. Get you. What is this? It, hey, it's from the old days when pop-ups you were uh, run rampant. <laughs> Just muscle memory for pop-up whack-a-mole. <laughs> Get that super clicky finger. Let's see. His mom's coming down the hallway. Okay, now I'm talking as Casimir. I was wondering why I was talking as fake Rohan. All right, so you yeah. should be able to see the map now. Yep. Uh, yeah, I can see it, and I can see and move ribbon. All right. Um, and then here, let me do that again, Casimir, so you have control that you can see. Yeah. How do I attack with it? Oh, you, I can target. Uh, Tempest with as a uh, ribbon, so I guess that's how. Okay. Oh, I can bring it up myself. Okay, there we go. Put this here. So, do we uh, now? We don't recognize the cannons as cannons, but would we recognize them as a weapon? Yeah, I'd say that um, you're smart enough to understand that. Um, that's probably what they're for. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we should avoid. Was it on the sides? We should avoid the flanks of the the ship. Yeah. So now, um, let me see if I can. We'll say that they're about a hundred feet off of the water, and you'll just have to remember that because I can't change it on this. But you, 
So you guys can decide where you want to be in relation to its elevation. But um, like I had said, it's listing a bit. So you can see a good portion of the deck when you're level with it more than you'd normally be able to. And uh, and so you can see that those uh, those tubes, um, it doesn't seem like if you're level with it, that they'd actually be able to point at you because of the way it's listing. But uh, you also see on the deck some other things that make you suspicious because it's like a some sort of uh, tube uh, of metal and you see some um, glass or gems involved in its construction. And it's mounted on like a like a tripod on the deck. Um, and you can see four of those, like, um, and, and they're manned by, they've got a person standing behind and that, that, uh, whatever that thing is, they're moving it to track you as you go. And that makes you, you don't recognize it, but that makes you suspicious. Right. I mean, for some reason, it's not like they're like, look, it's not like some sort of spyglass thing. Cause they're not looking in it like you would, they're just using it to track your movements so so i guess i'll sign to rohan that i'm going east i'm gonna break off to the east and you should probably break off to the west yep all right so yeah so i'll be level with them i'll climb to 100 feet above uh sea level and then i'll try to maintain a fairly good distance okay because i'll start bombarding them with uh fireballs right that was the plan we are going out here just to attack them once we got the signal oh we haven't had a signal yet <laughs> Yes, I guess I'll begin circling. I'll keep distance and okay. kind of circle around them. All right. Shoot back over to Fenrith and... Or what did you want to do, Rohan? I'll be circling the other direction. Okay. All right. Shoot back over to Fenrith and Graham. Uh, from whom will I be accepting the surrender of the peoples of these lands? Tell him to go back to his emperor. He'll find no surrender here. No retreat, no surrender. <laughs> um, this is Cradle. <laughs> Kick him into the ocean. <laughs> Kick him into the ocean. Let's <laughs> uh, rain up my rock, and the rock will kick him into the ocean. Fling him. Yeah, I guess for Graham's part, my eyes are just going back and forth between Fenris and the this Empire guy with great interest. Maybe a slight. Smile playing on my lips since I know Fenrith. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before he's beaten them with the his right. sword. And... <laughs> so that's what you say? Yep. All right. So you can see uh, an odd expression across his face. You can both do a sense motive if you'd like. <laughs> he accepts our bargain. <laughs> All right. What's now your sense got motive? An understanding. <laughs> that's uh, probably not very good. The yeah, six. Pure wisdom. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> All right, so Fenrith, you you recognize it as a, a, a close to panic. And he lowers his tone a bit, and you can see some more emotion on his face. And he's like, please, I beg you, you must. Come on, my men are watching. <laughs> you don't, you'll be destroyed. <laughs> then we'll be destroyed like men. <laughs> Get the Scottish going, Fenris. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, the The land of Cradle has always been free. It will remain free, as 
We're more than happy to enter into trade negotiations with your emperor, but we'll not be ruled by him. Uh, he looks to you, Graham, and he's like, please talk some sense into your friend. If you value your life, his life, everybody's lives. Sorry, I can't do it. I really want to see the emperor bleed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then when you say that, he like visibly slumps as if, uh, you know, He's just lost all of his energy. And he says, damn you. <laughs> and he uh, turns and walks away. You're breaking the law. You're breaking my heart. <laughs> when he turns and walks away, he gives, he makes some motion. And uh, this other human that was standing next to him pulls some, uh, something from his waist. It looks sort of like a wand. Uh, it's just not constructed the way the wands are that you recognize. And he uh, he points it at the sky, and there's this like really loud boom sound. And uh, <clears throat> it's a good way to get yourself killed, dude. Oh man! And then about uh, two hundred feet in the air, there's a a burst, a bright red burst. That spreads out in all directions and then sort of slowly uh, starts drifting. These little parts of it start slowly drifting to the ground. And uh, when that happens, um, the this whole group takes up attack positions. So let's do Attacking initiative. Attacking at a parlay. What a bunch of losers. We have to go and get our ranks in order. March at each other. Yeah. I mean, that is a kind of a good point. Like, they could have gone home, or, you know, at least back to their uh, ship and reformed. But I should see you. I think that boom counts. I think that's our signal, Justin. They signaled us. It's <laughs> their fault. I think so, too. <clears throat> well, we're we on a hair trigger. We can probably see that they're you know, getting ready to attack. I always thought you shooting the enemy was the signal to attack. <laughs> that's the usual signal. <laughs> We needed a signal before the signal. That's also the signal when we're being attacked, too, usually. <laughs> An arrow, yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or some Thanks sort of spell. Thanks for the warning. <laughs> Am I in a Terry Brooks novel? <laughs> <laughs> Went right through my throat. All right, so for... Yeah. I'm okay. It didn't. I had to push the arrow the rest mm. of the way through my throat. That's how we know we're not in a Terry Brooks novel. How many meaty fingers were there? Isn't that? Am I? You are not in Terry Goodkind. Yeah, Terry no, Goodkind. Okay. Wrong Terry. <laughs> yeah. I was like, am I saying the wrong guy? No, we just have to worry about becoming a beloved character and immediately being eviscerated. Yeah, that's why I have low charisma. Mm -hmm. No one can like these characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no likable. No unlikable character dies. Hey, Except we're on uh, the. Are we on the ground? Steve Jans. Right? He doesn't die. Yeah. He's okay. probably my favorite in the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good luck, Fenris. I'm going to go get you some backup. <laughs> Hold the line here. I think we'll he was the Graham. only one. <laughs> I think it was because he had just, no regard uh, for his own recall life. just recall back to yeah. the house. Oh, is it, are we going <laughs> to retreat? Um, okay. That was my escape plan if things went bad, yeah. As, uh, I can take both of us. It's a bunch of red coats with muskets. You guys got this. <laughs> Yeah, so at that signal then, uh, these goblins, they, um, you know, they 
put those staffs to their shoulders and they aim them at you and then you start hearing uh really loud booming sounds so um the first one will shoot at you fenrith bride cometh before let me make sure i uh put all my armor back on real quick time to eat our words no there won't be surrender Uh, (laughs) i think i'm good death yeah they'll have to kill us all and the people in cradle are like wait a minute i didn't agree to this you're the hero you can die at which point then we get to inform them that they do have to fight or otherwise after we're done with the dang empire (laughs) we will turn around and raise this little hellhole and sink the island that's that's what actually happened the first time yeah probably (laughs) the heroes came back everyone's like boo (laughs) you know what you're banished you do realize we're level 30 hero characters. We can unmake this world. <laughs> All right. So you, this, uh, so here's, here's the way it happens. Um, you hear this boom sound and you can see that little goblin doing something with that. Like he, he's, he moves it off his shoulder and he's doing something. Um, and then another boom sound quickly follows. So he takes two shots at you. Um, oh, they've got cartridges. Yeah. They are advanced. Well, there were, when was the cartridge was fairly, well, not cartridge, but like it was like paper tubing or something, right? Where you basically yeah. just stuff it all down in. That was fairly early on. They could be at that stage. Rapid reload doesn't say, <laughs> I mean, he could not have a cartridge and just be rapid reloading. Dude. Holy moly. Uh, point of order. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you're not able to see, obviously, but something slams, you know, two things slam into your chest. I'm out of the hero squad. <laughs> Fenrith. And, um, you take six and eight damage, respectively. Well, at least the damage isn't awful. I thought that was the damage. <laughs> <laughs> Thought he just uh, got hit for what is that eighty-eight damage? I was like, "Ooh, that's fun!" <laughs> All right, so they're just using like twenty-two caliber. Well, like, uh, well, like I said, these ones, you know, because they're goblins, theirs are smaller than that mm-hmm. one that that yeah. human has. But, um, but also, like, I think like the standard like musket pistol was like only one d ten. So I think like a twenty-two would be like one d four range. All right, and then this. Um, yeah, maybe multiple D4s. This uh um automaton, you know, on the bottom, it starts in that same electronic voice like um, you know, these lands belong to Emperor Dragon LeBlanc. All must surrender. And uh it raises a hand towards you, Graham, and fires a laser beam at you. I wonder if we can send their rocks to go protect them. That was probably something that they should have uh, thought about. Yeah. <laughs> we just have to deal with this 50 cal machine gun that's going to be bombarding us here. So this laser beam goes uh, sailing right past your face, you know, um, Graham. You Ew. feel the heat of it, but it doesn't strike you. And then it's your move. Okay, I'll move to get some soft cover here. Behind Fenrir. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I'll pull... What was the range on that? Might as well start it out that way. Dude. Take a look. You just need to up in that bag of dirt. 
<laughs> on the barium a lot. <laughs> 70 feet. I think I'll um, pull out one of those fireballs off my necklace and toss it at the enemy. Okay. We'll do the... <clears throat> might as well go big. We'll do the type 8. All right. So, yeah, just target all that it would encompass and throw it out there. And what are they, 20 feet for a fireball? Mm-hmm. Looks like it's everything. Oh, that doesn't work. That's kinda too bad. My target all enemy ones doesn't work. Does it work for you guys? I don't think I've ever used it. I just do it manually. Only one, two failures? Yeah, let me take a look at that. So, failure. Shouldn't a level 8 be higher than uh, DC 14, though? Well, from a caster, yeah, but this is from a, oh, okay. a necklace. Well, it would be the base level of the either the spell of the. I don't, that's just what the, the item. Yeah. Says. So go ahead and okay, throw out that damage. Okay. Does that ignite gunpowder? All right. So you throw out this. You take this bead off of this necklace and throw it out there, and there's this loud explosion, every bit as loud as from there, the musket there, and as flame engulfs all of them and uh when it dissipates um some of the goblins are noticeably burned but still standing and uh let me check on something here man we're like we're deaf if we've been because we've been firing those things <laughs> often <laughs> well these gunshots were just like huh <laughs> Yeah, you hear the gunshots go off and you're expecting to be engulfed in a giant ball of fire. Fenrith gets shot twice. He's like, huh? Is it going to explode later? <laughs> Quick, dig it out. <laughs> dig them out. <laughs> I've got to explode. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, anything else for you, Grant? No, that's it for me. And um, for the cover bonus, I guess you'll just have to remember that. I don't have anything to apply if I hide behind Fenrith, I get a plus four, but only against range attacks. I don't get the reflex save. Okay. All right. <clears throat> and that'll bring us to you, Casimir. So you see this happening down there. Um, there's like some loud booms, and then clearly fireballs are being thrown about. So, well, I put you and your and Tempest in the same, and and that's the way we'll run it. So. Okay. Yeah. So I'll start. Oh, a sec. I can. Just move, like, uh, oh no, okay. Yeah, so I'll start uh, circling off to the east, um, 40 feet, or no, 80 feet. And while that Tempest is doing, or Riven is doing that, I'll shoot a fireball at the ship. All right, so you're how far away from him? It was 100 something, yeah. Okay. Let me target it. When you're doing this with a wand? Yeah. Okay. Mm, did it not? work correctly or does it just not get a save yeah i mean it's not actually on i mean it's not actually on the combat tracker because mm, okay. it's very complicated so roll the damage and i'll play it properly okay and what's our turning radius is it fairly tight these days uh, uh what is it called uh maneuverability and uh so riven will try to end her turn sort of facing the direction of the ship. Okay. However, that has to work, because then the next round she's going to go at the ship. All right. And are you moving? Uh, yeah, I didn't 
know if you wanted me to actually move it, but she'll yeah, go ahead. be off that direction. The problem is, is I don't have a way of... Well, I was going to use that for measurement, how far away she moved from me. Oh, okay. Uh, because I don't have a way of... It's not giving me the uh, weight to move oh, thing, so yeah, it's not measuring. Facing. That looks about right, though, from there. But I think I was like right here, so she'd have to be there. Okay. That's where she'll move to. All right. And that's my turn. Okay, so that's that. Oh, wait, I got the birds mixed up here. Oh. So I'll do... Tempest would be the same as Ron down there at six. All right. And Casimir and Riven just went, so... Back over to Graham and <clears throat> Fenrith. So uh, Graham throws out this fireball and it explodes, and immediately both of these automatons change their message and they start magic detected magic is strictly prohibited magic detected magic is strictly prohibited i wonder if you could do a like a logical fallacy magic is prohibited in the lands that the emperor owns he doesn't own these lands yet henceforth the magic is legal according well, they're probably to them they already he does own it but yeah. it's not true. Otherwise, they wouldn't be having to fight you. You would be... Uh, yeah, you're, you guys are the, rebels. This is yeah. just a yeah, rebel uprising in Scum. lands that were always peaceful to the emperor. <laughs> Beforehand. Yeah. thousand years of uh, peace. Yeah, this one starts stomping over this direction, raises a hand, and f um, fires a laser bolt at um, uh, Fenrith. Uh, but it's, it misses. And uh, fly, it goes above your head. Um, and then we go on to the other goblins there. So they, you know, um, like this one in particular is horribly burned. Most of his face is melted off, which makes no difference because he's a goblin. <laughs> so he looks normal. and uh, But he'll level his uh, rifle and take a couple of shots at you, Fenrith. Fix this real quick. All right. So two more loud booms. See a puff of smoke come from the end of that tube. And uh, two more hit you, Fenrith, for 11 and 8 damage, respectively. And then um, then this human, he's uh, facing you. And uh, check. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Fenrith and Graham, you're looking at this human and he's got, you know, this belt with a bunch of pouches and he uh, reaches into one and he pulls out a, a wand, which looks like a wand. Right. So clearly the law doesn't apply to him. <laughs> um, Above the law. These guys are a bunch of hypocrites. Oh, wait, that's not true. That's not what he does. Good, because being a hypocrite is the worst thing you can be. <laughs> No, yeah, that's exactly what he does. Ah, oh, death sentence. So, uh, Fenrith, um, he points it at you, and you can see it light up, and uh, um, you can feel some force begin to wrap itself around you, and uh, you just then it just slides off, and uh, you're not sure what it was, but it had no effect on. Can you. I do a spell craft to try and determine what it was? Um, no. That would take more time than I want to devote to this. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want. Um, Game Master Union. I failed. Only allows anyways. you to do a few. Unless it was like a level three spell. 
Mm, you know, maybe you can't. Maybe you can't do it for a wand. Well, he can do it because he resisted the effect. That's uh, one of the options. Uh, trying yeah, to look for it right now. As uh, after rolling a save against a, tar a spell targeting you, determine what that spell was. There's no action required, no retry. But I, I failed it because I rolled an 18 instead of probably the 20, yeah. okay. you know, 29 or so needed. All right. Um, yeah, so that's his turn. And then another goblin who's not quite as burned, but still badly burned. So he's um, the pretty one. Yeah, he's the prettyest <laughs> of the goblins. No, yeah, one of the prettiest he's of the goblins. He's beautiful. It's like that one gremlin from Gremlins 2. <laughs> He'll take a shot. He'll take two shots at Graham. Impossible. That's how, how does he see me back here? That's how it should be solved. You should just have to sit down and take shots. And the, the person who doesn't pass out. Do you think he wouldn't be able to see you? No, I'm, j I'm just joking. Okay, well, I don't have any patience for humor, so uh -oh. let's keep it serious at all times. Uh, that's a joke. All right. So, um, except it isn't. <laughs> it couldn't. Once you made that declaration, it <laughs> could not take it that way. <laughs> yeah. So you, your AC would be higher. Yeah. You want me to just write in a plus four or? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do it for yeah for now. Okay, it's on there. Still, they were rolling pretty good. Mm -hmm. Looks like the AC game is over officially. <clears throat> Just give John a chance. <laughs> right. <laughs> He'll figure it out. In fact, it's a personal challenge. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So two explosions. Um, I don't understand why that's not working. Oh. All right. Two shots coming your way, Graham. And they hit and you take six damage and eight damage. I've been shot. Fenrith. that brings us to you. It's getting real cold, Fenrith. <laughs> All right. So, and so far, I guess it hasn't been going too badly. <laughs> yeah, negotiations are just <laughs> going awesome. Yeah. So, might as well uh, kick it up a notch here. As, uh, I'll do Flame Strike on uh, that uh, orange... 10 foot area so everything except for the two law enforcers and i'll i'll uh convert the fire into acid <laughs> there's that vindictive trait all right so you go to cast this spell let me should convert it into spite <laughs> uh Oh, why does it remind me of my mother? <laughs> this damage. <laughs> it's emotional. All right. Let's get... Okay, go ahead. All right, so you do flame strike and change it to acid. So a pillar of acid appears from the heavens and slams down over this group. And um... <clears throat> this is the one that's half, half is divine power, half was fire. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Did you do, yeah, do the damage? All right. So then when this acid disappears or dissipates, um, you know, let's see, it looks like, um, is that all of them? All of the goblins 
Uh, I mean, it not only killed them, but it melted them into just a puddle of uh, goo, gooey flesh on the ground there. <laughs> okay, it's now a tradition. You have to start repeating what the uh, the lawbringers are saying, <laughs> John. <laughs> Surrender now. These lands belong These to Fenris. <laughs> belong to Emperor Fenris. LeBlanc. <laughs> automatons are outlawed. Surrender now. Roll out, Automaton. Uh, okay. Anything yep. else for your turn? Uh, nope. As, uh, well, I will, I will actually tell Graham uh, to let me know if, if he wants to retreat. And, uh, oh, I think we're doing a, good a so big, far. Wide, big, wide smile. Okay. And then cough up a small amount of blood. <laughs> and, and a few bullets. All right. Um, yeah, so now you can, you know, the smell of acid and um, melted flesh fills the air. Mingling with that uh, gun smoke smell. Yeah. Don't forget mm. the smell of divine. Vanilla? Mm. We know Whatever uh, you it? want it to be. Manna in the Bible is uh, described as like honey-like tasting. So mm -hmm. maybe vanilla and honey. What's hell smell like? Potpourri is what I say. <laughs> Potpourri mixed with mothballs. Mm. All right. So this other human uh, takes off straight to the north there. Um and he gets to there and stops and turns and um, he takes a shot at you, Fenrir. We need that one goblin like picking up its arm and trying to reattach it, but it's melting. Yeah, so this is some saving private <laughs> for them. Yeah. Meanwhile, you got two two smaller than you elves that are just standing there and tanking your bullet. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be like that George Washington legend where like people were aiming directly at him. He had holes in like his hat and cape. Uh, so his shot goes wide. You can hear it whiz through the air above your head. And Rohan, that brings us to you. All right. So there are there several different targets on the deck of this ship? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So the best way to do that, I think, will be... Do, do you have them statted out? I do. Yeah, just drag some tokens out onto the map somewhere. We so that way he can target them. I'd... The entire ship is only thirty feet long, so it, I can hit any of them. Dude, all they need is four monks with arrow snatch. I'm not using arrows. Oh, okay, not this round. I'm no, not using here, arrows. No, here's, here's what I'll do. Using uh, what was it called? Uh, was it from Fallout, the nuke launcher. Is a fat man? Yeah. Similar to that. No, I have chain lightning I can cast once a week through my armor. So I can cast it too. <laughs> on a ship, it's it's like they cluster together for us. It's so rare that we get to have enemies clustered like that. Yeah. Thank you, Emperor LeBlanc. <laughs> <laughs> Please send more phalanx at us in this exact formation. Yeah, I was thinking like how different the uh, armies would have been lined up if you had like uh, one mage <laughs> in that. They still might do it, but like your ranks would just get tore up. It'd be like modern warfare. Yeah. Where you don't move in like tightly clustered companies. And you sure as hell wouldn't want to be playing a drum anymore. <laughs> Let's alert the mage that we're coming a yeah. mile off. 
he still might fail his listen check, though. Until you're, like, 30 feet away. <laughs> ah, drums! <laughs> Casimir, what do your elf ears hear? <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. Okay, and then we'll do... I like how uh, the more AoEs you guys are flinging, it starts becoming like those uh, old arcade games. <laughs> trying to destroy uh, missiles that are incoming. <laughs> Need to fill the screen. <laughs> hey, Graham, what's your uh, gather information? Or decipher script? Um, Let me take a look. I don't think I have any ranks in it because mm. I just use the use magic device. I see. Can you decipher this? Why are you <laughs> just popped into my head? <laughs> Decipher this script. <laughs> All right, let me put them on here. You son of <laughs> Emperor LeBlanc. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, I really love uh, like NPCs that I just immediately hate. Like, I've never <laughs> met this emperor. He could be a really nice guy. But. I do kind of want to pull a mountain on him and just walk in and kill his wife and children in front of him and bash his head against the wall. Yeah, well, based he, off what I've been able to put together so far, he travels the people that make horns for his units, hmm. and he just tells them this is not blaring enough. <laughs> <laughs> More blaring. Well, they I broke our it. gate, which immediately... You know, justifies anything we do to him. Well, even before that, they violated my peace and quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like to think that it's our elven smugness. He felt it all the way across the ocean. <laughs> and so this is, you know, it's one of those. It's like a who shot first, huh? Is it really his fault that we're so smug and he just had to end us? Nah, it's not his fault. It's a natural reaction. But his horns are blaring, and he did break our gate. And for that, we need to invent nuclear weapons. Actually, I want to change fireball into like a okay. acid arrow napalm type. So that way it does the same damage over consecutive rounds. So <clears throat> that's um, you. what you can see from your angle okay um sorry and actually i i lied we should say that you can't actually see um that lawn that the automaton on the back people on the, the starboard side. side yeah um and the captain there or what you assume by you know i'm walking around giving orders and his spectacular hat mm. um like you just see little flashes of him as he as he moves about because of the you know the rigging is in the way, but you you can see enough to see that he's there, but he's definitely um, not fully visible to you. But anyway, okay, um, yeah, I'm gonna be kind of circling a little bit wide, but heading in towards it like that. All right. As I head in, um, preparing to attack next round, I will target everything on there. Um, and for one of those brief glances, when I can see the captain, I'll unleash the, uh, the chain lightning in my armor, the once a week ability that I have. Okay. Um, so he would take full damage from it. Everything else would take half damage. And then with the, with the reflex save. So 
Are you kidding me? They all have evasion? Not all of them. Oh, okay. What are you, what are you even talking about? There's one. <laughs> I see two. I see one, two, three, four with evasion. Oh, I see what you're... Okay, I got you. Anyway, um, yeah, that's the damage. Uh, Captain would take full, and then the others would take half, and then half if they got their save. Unless okay. they got evasion. Unless they have evasion, yeah. All right. Yeah, so you let out this chain lightning and it streaks through the sky and slams into that captain and then uh, captain and then arcs to the other ones around there. Um which yeah, we'll we'll say that's what happened. And um you can definitely tell by the smoke coming from the captain's uniform that it hurt him. <laughs> you can't tell if it had any effect on the other. Dude, don't wreck the hat. Anything else for your turn? Nope, that's my turn. All right. Let's see if I survive for the next one. Okay. All right, so from uh, from this distance, um, you can actually hear now. Uh, it's faint because of the wind and everything, but you can actually hear uh, those automatons and magic detected. <laughs> <laughs> magic is illegal. Surrender. Um, but this one that's standing on the bow, closer yes. to the front of the ship, <laughs> raises its hands at you. Um, uh well i mean, i guess technically at, at at tempest and uh fires some laser beams at T tempest and those uh you know those have that unique effect that they don't uh, they don't travel the distance they just suddenly there's a a line and i know in IRL you wouldn't be able to see it but these ones you can because it's cooler so these yeah. red beams just appear um and we got a critical a threat and a critical hit. So both of these beams hit Tempest. Uh, and that's a lot of damage. So we'll do, there's a critical 66 damage and then 38 damage to Tempest there. Okay. That doesn't quite take him halfway, but really. But hurt. that's, um, that's that one's turn. And uh, let's see, that one can't get there. All right, Captain. Let's see. No, that won't work. Should have also tried to target any Wasn't anything that. that looked like it was a weapon on the ship as an object, like those crystals mm. that they've been tracking us with. Should have targeted those as well. All right. So then that captain steps up, and you can see, you know, um, he doesn't have a weapon. I mean, he's dressed like you'd expect a ship captain, just a very wealthy one. I mean, his uniform looks nice, and he's got just an incredible hat with feathers and everything. Want the hat. Um, but he steps forward, and he raises his hands, and you can, I mean, even from this distance, you can determine that he's doing a spell. He's wiggling fingers. Yep, we can't leave him alive. Well, it's illegal. Yep. Let's see if the law enforcer turns on him. Yeah, fortunately, we're law we're lawful good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he is actually also targeting Tempest. And as he raises his hands, lightning bursts from his hands and, and uh, streaks toward Tempest. So uh, Tempest has failed. So 43 electricity, and then you need to make a save because it's actually chain lightning. Okay. So you do a reflex save, and you save. And I do have evasion. So you don't take any damage. Uh, but, you know, 
uh, clearly Tempest is starting to hurt. Yep. Um, that's his turn. All right. So then uh, you see on the, what's the front of the ship called? You got it, right? In the, the bow. Yeah. 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 So that and the stern for the that rear. human on the very front of the ship that's you know standing at that thing on the bipod that long tube uh, and it's been tracking your movement so that it's his turn now and he will fire at you. Um, so let me get let me get word. Oh, what is what is that word? What word? Uh, it's just F O apostrophe C apostrophe S L E. Apparently, is a part on a ship or a, you know. Yeah, so this, uh, another laser beam streaks out towards uh, Tempest from this, this, um, this device this guy's manning here. So, Foxel. Forward part of a ship below the deck traditionally used as a crew's living quarters. So this beam slams into Tempest as well. This one's clearly smaller than the, the ones coming from those automatons, but nevertheless, it does 14 damage to Tempest. Okay. And let's see, that second one, that's within range. So it will also fire up it's his, his laser beam at Tempest. Can't let the birds get too close to those lawmakers. Otherwise, they'll pick up that speech and they won't shut up about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll be doing something. Smack. Magic is illegal. <laughs> Well, they're smarter than we are now, so I, I think they. I think only one is smarter different. than us, right? I think it's as smart or one point lower. I think it was mine. I rolled like a seventeen. So that one hits Tempest as yeah. well and does fourteen damage. Yeah, so it's close. It's probably challenging me on like <laughs> math equations or something. Scratching in the dirt. Yeah, Tempest has an intelligence of ten. And I think he was the lowest one. Now, um. You can see that there's four total of these like mini laser cannons. Three of them are on the back of the ship. One's on the front. On the back, um, two of them are able to target. The other one uh, isn't able to target you because it's on the other side of the ship. But this third gunner will take this laser beam at you. Or at Tempest, I should say and will say. So that's a hit for... um, 10 damage, Tempest, from that laser beam. And then that other one can't. And that brings us all the way back to Fenrith and Graham, down here on the ground where the lowly people live. (laughs) And it is this large automaton's turn, this one at the bottom, and it is still shouting, uh, and you can still see that... um, that odd star-shaped spinning thing coming from both of their heads. It's spinning uh, pretty quickly now. Um, so this one also is approaching. It moves up to here and fires a beam at uh, who was this one was targeting. Graham. One was shooting at me. Yeah. yeah. Now, as this happens, as it walks up, as it walks forward and raises its hand, you hear like a metallic, like two metallic pops. And uh, behind, and then from its back, you see. Um, it's gonna launch missiles at you. <laughs> Big LRM or SRM racks come up. <laughs> I'll I'll tell you what you see here. Um, so these are tiny, um, obviously mechanical, tiny mechanical devices, 
and uh, they pop up out of its back and they're like um, hovering in the air. So these, um, they're tiny steel. They do look like creatures. It's like one oversized eye and it's this round spherical body with a oversized eye and then several spider-like legs sticking out of it and whatever means it's using to fly you, you can't be sure um there is like uh what looks like you know heat the heat shimmers coming from the bottom of it but it's not making any sound but um those pop out um from its back and they immediately zip off uh towards the ocean thought you were gonna get droned uh but this thing will take its uh laser shot at you graham and you put your ac correct it's still yeah cut the plus four what's that if this was a mech warrior i believe it's base damage of the weapon so laser probably a small laser so one times <laughs> one d or yeah so another laser um you know it you know it just appears in the air but it misses you streaks off endlessly behind you all right graham your turn all right um let's not get into a healing deficit here so i'll pull out the obsidian wand and that work oh dang it i'm just picturing leblanc looking at uh visual footage that these things are probably <laughs> sending back and it's just the elf Magic dipping everywhere. himself on the head and <laughs> throwing fireballs and i'll um press it into the small of fenris back do you think we have like a maori maori war dance type thing we, we are islanders so and heal him up and i'll tell him i i don't think we need to run away but let me know if you think a wall would be useful and that's the end of my turn after, all right after you make your wall of ice do you know nothing <laughs> casimir that takes us to you so you've watched from afar as um te uh, tempest it bursts into flames yeah, just took laser after laser lightning hit hit her so i mean even from here you can see blackened charred feathers and skin yeah, that will urge me to not get closer than need be. <laughs> All right, so let's... Oh, go on. All right. Target Tempest here, or Riven. And then... How far away are you from that? Okay. So Riven will fly that way. And uh, can I see onto the deck? I'm level with it, so yay, nay. Yeah, so from your from where you are, you can basically just see that gunner on the very back. Okay. Because the back of the ship is like a I don't know what they call it, but where it's it lifts stepped, up slightly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So fireball that direction on him. Okay. Mm, I don't know why it rolled twice on that. Oh, it's because I'm targeting Riven. <laughs> <laughs> so that one guy succeeded. Uh do you want me to target the other ones? Yeah. All yeah. Right. All right. Let's get that roll again then. And then damage. And that's my turn. Okay. All right. So you, was this a wand? Yeah. All right. So you, you shoot a fireball out there and, um, you know, it explodes. But you're not able to tell what effect that it has had. Yeah. But uh, from uh, from where you are, uh, you're, you kind of got a better view of the starboard side of it now and you can see visible flames coming from the starboard side on the you know mm -hmm. the hull and um <clears throat> i hope this is a hydrogen filled balloon it'll be so fun 
<laughs> yeah, and more smoke is going in, um, billowing into the sky from there too. All right. What do you think the blast radius on that would be? Don't know. <laughs> Only one way to find out. <laughs> yeah, we may find out soon if I'll be in it. How big? <laughs> blast the Hindenburg. <laughs> All right, so back down here on the ground, this second um, uh, Maton here, still stomping towards you guys, still um, angry that you're using magic, which is against the law, gets to here, and from here, it will do another laser beam at you, Fenrith, uh, but it misses again. Man, they were flying those things for 30 years. <laughs> I thought it was just like the one and done. Yeah, I think they had a picture of it over in New York, the actual Hindenburg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that ship was huge, though. They're saying like 800 feet. I think it even had a big swastika over it. It was before yeah, the before. war was on. I really dislike how they just don't have like the base. I just want to know how big the blast radius was, people. You know, now they want me to start getting a little bit more specific, and that's where I start getting worried. Like, exactly. You know, like, oh. Yeah. I wonder if it actually... There was an explosion or if it just fire. fire crash. Yeah, so this uh the human leader of this group, he um he is obviously casting a spell. And let me bring it up here. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it took a while. Isn't that where the uh oh the humanity quote comes from? I believe. Yeah, like from was it from a movie? Forget. It always cracks me up when you go back and read like any of these uh, ship disasters, like even that cruise liner where they go over it. It seems like there's absolutely like no care given. It's like, oh, if we were drifting closer to the rocks. And mm. Sh- mm. Like in this case, like uh, one of the people noticed that I think it was one of the fuel cells or fuel banks was leaking. And then they noticed a bit of fire uh, <laughs> over it. And it's, <laughs> so clinical, I guess, would be a good word. I feel like. Previous generations were used to things being a little shaky, too. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, so he cast this spell, and then behind you guys, a wall, a magical wall appeared. Hey, Uh, that's what I was planning to do. Why do you create walls like I do, bro? Fenrith, we're going silent on communication. (laughs) The enemies can hear us. (laughs) How did they know our plan? (laughs) Even though we're only 15 feet away and speaking in normal volume. (laughs) Could have been speaking in Elvish. Why do we speak common all the time? Hmm? So that they can understand us. Uh. Yeah, so this is, and I'll put it on there so you guys can see it. This, a a wall, uh, a six-inch thick wall of moving iron cogs, wheels, gears, pistons, Mm -hmm. and assorted mechanical parts appears um, behind you. Does it also have warning lights going off about loose clothing or long hair needing to be tied up? No, but it, it that's an OSHA violation that it doesn't, mm-hmm. for sure. No, it has OSHA certified sticker yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah. What is this thing even doing? It's a little low. All right. So let me put it on the map here. Um, we'll use this one. It's a washing and sorting and bagging apples all along the wall. <laughs> 
It makes applesauce. <laughs> it was originally supposed to... Uh, and people sauce if you get too close to it. But it was originally supposed to wash and clean apples, but when they started running the apples through it, they found out it just created a nice paste. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real cool picture of it over New York. Yeah. That was 800 feet. <laughs> 800 feet worth... Uh... Well, back then, I don't even think they yeah. had the Empire State yet, did they? Uh, I think it was being built, right? Because I know that they had the observation deck that was meant for it to be landed at. Do you guys see that on your map? Yes. Nope. Yeah. So does it is it ten ten feet thick? Yeah. Okay, so I'm right at the edge of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, so if you move backwards, it's gonna you're gonna get caught in it and die a, a horrible death. But that's <laughs> what he does, um, and he will then also what. A knucklehead move over here behind that guy and Fenrith that brings us to you all right I will oh let me pull this up one more time okay as uh, I'll do a, a blade barrier here <laughs> we got walls too yeah put it like to the south of us and I'll put my ice wall to the north of us and it's like come down this funnel for death hold on do you want me to do a straight line instead of the... Uh, no, no, go with your uh, plan. I was okay. just... <laughs> As I said, I can I was probably saying, hit box a couple us of them. Show us how overconfident we are. Then I'll do are. a flame, flame wall at the back end of it, then, if we're going <laughs> to go that route. <laughs> no, I think I might split off and start stalking this spellcaster. So there was a ball of flame that was 10 feet in diameter, but they're still not giving me what I want. <laughs> Now, what spell is this you've used? Blade, Blade barrier. barrier. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So you cast this uh, Blade Barrier, and um, let's see. He fails. He succeeds. He succeeds. And he succeeds. So it only catches the Law Enforcer 1. And the others, by virtue of having succeeded, get to be on the side of it that they choose. Dang it, Google. Come on, just give me what I want. See, because now I'm going to have to ask. So go ahead and roll damage. How much hydrogen, how big would the explosion be from the height amount of hydrogen? Not just the... So, sorry, Justin, you're going on a list. <laughs> For trying to calculate how much hydrogen is... Uh, the, the size of the explosion from hydrogen. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's not giving me how big the damn Hindenburg disaster was, which is much, much bigger than the ship we're going up against if that is also filled with hydrogen. Hi, kitty. Okay. <clears throat> so anything else for your turn, Fenrith? Nope, that's it. All right, so you cast this uh, spell in this wall. Um comes into place and um, everybody seems to have been successful diving out of the way except one <laughs> and you can hear you know the effects of these blades hitting it but you're not seeing any visible damage from it and then is it opaque it just says that it's uh it's made of force which is opaque or visible as dictated by the spell well, as uh, on the whim of whoever it seems half the dang time, but yeah, usually the spell will. A blade decide. barrier provides cover. 
against attacks made through it. Okay. And it's not like a... It'd be concealment if it were... Yeah. Invisible or something. I guess it wouldn't be anything if it were invisible. Well, no, it could still provide cover by being there because it's physical blades whirling. Right. Right. So it could stop like an arrow in theory going through it. Yeah, but they do have a differentiation between cover that you can hide behind and cover you can't. Mm-hmm. So if it's just regular cover, you'd be able to hide behind it. But if it's soft cover, say like your meaty cleric, <laughs> you can't hide behind it. I think you could if he gets big, maybe. Yeah. All right. So that said, though, I like the idea of Blade Barrier being invisible. It just does make because it spookier. <laughs> yeah. Like if you just hear wind and twirling mm-hmm. blades. It's like some poor fool getting caught in a helicopter blade or something. But yeah, that's one of those where they like never like really codified it, yeah. I guess would be the appropriate word, I think. It's not like a default for force. Yeah, because like even magic missile, like technically the missiles themselves might not be visible. They just admit light. Yeah. Right. So, but most people usually stay, go with uh, it's visible unless otherwise stated like a wall of force is straight is stated to be invisible or it's not even invisible right it's uh transparent so you can't see it with invisibility because it's has no actual state in which it is visible yeah so there's nothing to reveal which really got some people arguing on a forum i was reading yeah i could definitely see it because what like your mage armor you don't see Mm -hmm. anything yeah mage armor shield is also a shield of force i believe and i believe it provides all right, roll on. That brings us to you. In earlier editions, it provided All right. armor based on large shields. So, so cover. What I'm going to do for the turn is Tempest is going to move forward and dive down underneath the ship, diving down to just above the water, which should put me about 100 feet below it. Okay. Um, but as it's making that dive, um, I'm going to target the captain. And fire a full volley. I was hoping we'd get to recreate Jaws in the air. <laughs> okay. Um, come on. Scroll. All right. What's with the ones today? All right. So two of your arrows hit that captain. Okay. And yeah, that'll put me in Tempest directly beneath it uh, in a hover about 10 feet off the, the water. All right. So, uh, from there, you are able to see that, um, I'll move that so that you can, there on the, the underneath of it, um, there are ramps, like the, the bottom part of it is opening. I mean, get bombed. Uh, well, no, I mean, it, it's opening, you know, sort of like a mouth and inside there you can see flames everywhere ah. and, and you can see. Uh, you can see that there are a bunch of, you know, humans and goblins pulling themselves into those winged rowboats. Lifeboats. <laughs> okay. Um, anything else for your turn? No. Commit war crimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're all enemies. I wonder if we, you know, that's something I've never done in D and I've never discussed like a Geneva Convention type thing. You know, rules for how we're going to be <laughs> conducting this 
<laughs> this genocide. All right. So then um, now on the now you can't see any more on, but you can for the most part, Casimir, um, up on the um, the deck. You don't know what's going on underneath there like he does, mm-hmm. but up on the deck, they all uh, start moving and huddling around the captain there. All right. So I guess I'd except have- for the big automatons, they're not. They don't care. But the the humans are starting to huddle around the captain. Okay. So is it going to explode and fall on Rohan? Or is it just going to fall on Rohan? (laughs) Well, I think it's going to probably fall on him. Brandon's got to make... Oh, yeah. (laughs) Helicopter. Yeah. You, Justin, you need to get out of there quick. It's happening. (laughs) It was prophecy when I said it before. (laughs) And like all prophets, it took, what, 20 years? To, <laughs> it didn't happen immediately. You had to say it every time. And now it's a thing. It's really happening well, this no, time. Well, no, it's happened once before. With what? Uh, when uh, in Shadowrun. Then the, uh, you know, they all start huddling around that captain, and then they suddenly disappear. Oh, yeah. In the one he was game mastering. Yeah, the one Brandon was game mastering. Okay. Um, like a spirit affected the the helicopter and it tried to crash on me yeah for all about that yeah so technically your prophecy has already come true but no one believes you (laughs) (laughs) well i know in my memory of the telling it i felt like it got misattributed by someone at some point to me doing it and so i'm like yeah i don't think i ever did like i have no memory of that but (laughs) i mean we still were you know drinking every now and then so (laughs) yeah (laughs) does play hell on your short-term memory uh, Maybe that's what happened. Do we have a rager on our eleventh session, or what? A session in this run? Uh, right so. And think- that uh, brings us to. <laughs> so you guys can see down on the ground, uh, Graham and Fenrith. You see those two little, um, those small little flying things. Uh, they had started moving off towards the ocean, and this time, you know, they just quite suddenly shoot off at just a ridiculous speed like they were moving at a normal rate of speed and now they're just they break the sound barrier yeah and it does actually you hear some sonic booms fort save to not go deaf like a thunderstone heck yeah and they disappear um (laughs) you can hear the uh the leader there he says they are um they will go back to our homeland and bring more. The full might of the empire will fall on you if you don't surrender. Odd. We were just um, thinking about going to your homeland. This, uh, just the four of us. Automaton down here, he keeps stepping forward. When he gets to here, he turns to face, you know, he's, he's facing both of you. And this, uh, little, um, panel on his chest moves down and, um, then he does a, a laser cone. What? That would affect both of you. Um, so I'll go ahead and add Fenrith. And we'll cast it. Is this a standard red laser? Yeah. I like how we're going to go okay corral a whole country. <laughs> <laughs> it's normal in d and <clears throat> I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> Both of you are successful on your reflex save, and so um, only Fenrith should take any damage. Eight damage to Fenrith. 
from this laser cone? No, it gave me eight, but Fen is zero. <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> I've absorbed your power. <laughs> does it not trigger evasion automatically? It ought to, oughtn't it? Seems like it does for your guys. Did you take eight? Yeah. Okay. Because I was at 17. Yeah, I was just wondering, because sometimes it says something happened, but it like actually was fixing 15, it behind the scenes or something. I can't remember. Uh, let me figure this out. Okay, because it's fire. Oh, I took four. So that's why Fenrith took no damage. But why? Reflex, half on success. I don't know why it gave you damage. You have... Well, we... That's not a huge deal. Yeah, we'll have to watch that in case it... Well, you can count on it. I only have 74 of the things, so they're quite precious to me. Just like my fireballs. You have that many fireballs? No, I have even less. Uh, well, you could uh, take the wand I have and try to split it <laughs> like you do blood tooth. Maybe the gnomish device can do that, too. The wiser Graham is a lot less uh, reckless with his magic items. That's what we'd like to think. No way, that's all I've done in this combat so far is nah. use magic items. Now he's just, <laughs> now he's just better at getting, a, getting away with it when he starts making a mess of things. <laughs> but yeah, just leading with the Ring of Ram was how you, you used to... I know, I'm so angry I don't actually have it equipped right now. I like to think that Graham, when he leaves any place, actually like wipes off all of his fingerprints. <laughs> and everyone's <laughs> wondering why. But he, he doesn't even know why. He just knows that's something you need to do. It's just the training. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how was it? I forget which mage it was. I think it might have been the first version of somebody. He was just constantly uh, scrubbing the astral plane oh. of his of his signature. Because <laughs> we were so dang paranoid. Yeah. Well, when you think about corpos coming after you, you think about things occurring in the vacuum. But really, if you, know, you were down in the barrens, right? There's so much noise going on. Yeah, like that would help to defend against like uh, them tracking you. Yeah, you know, and like it's one of those like corporations probably would go into the barrens without a problem, but I don't think it's the thing they want to do all no. the time, right? They would probably just hire some other shadow runners and send them in. Okay, so that's his turn, and uh, Graham, that brings us to you. Okay, I think it's time to go mobile here. I'm going to cast from my ring of spell storing greater invisibility. From the shadows I strike. <laughs> Where's that? Invisible. The last 10 rounds. Mm -hmm. right? And it won't drop when I attack. And then I'll uh, free action click on my haste boots. <laughs> oh no, he's invisible and fast. <laughs> For which I have seven rounds left. And I might as well just tempt fate. And tumble through, just because I like to fail spectacularly. So we'll tumble through that uh, enforcer's space to get to where I marked out there. Okay. And I believe that will end my turn. Well, free action, draw the one of my daggers or prepare it as I move. Okay. The dagger, blood tooth, one of. Yeah, you got to be careful. Blood Truth might start wondering what other daggers there are. <laughs> right. What do you mean, Oops. one of? <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, you go um, and you, you got the tumble. So you go twirling and cartwheeling through his space there. 
And that brings us to you, Casimir. All right. Uh... So all your um, living targets on the deck are gone. There's still um, those two um, automatons are still there, but they're like, um, it looks like standing on the very edge of the ship. Mm. Uh, And I don't see anyone coming out of lifeboats yet? No, but you do see... mm -hmm. All right, you do see on the back, um, on the bottom, at the very back, the bottom, like, opens up, like I had described to him, but opens up, you know, facing the back. And um, you don't see any boats in there, but you do see... Um, <clears throat> these are long, um, metallic, um, creatures, constructs. Um, well, sorry, you see one, mm. uh, it, it's very big. Um, it, it seems like that, that panel opens up and then there's just blackness and then it, then you see this thing, but it's an odd effect. Like as the more of it you see. The more clear it is that it actually can't fit in there. Mm. You're not sure what, what's going on there. but um, Full of holding. This is a long metallic serpent-like construct. It's you know made out of all different kinds of metals, but it's, uh, it resembles like a, an enormous eel mm. with, with uh, paddle-like limbs, and it drops into the ocean. <laughs> uh, but then, it's, yeah, it's your turn. All right. Um all right, I'll start getting closer to it, and that'll be the end of my turn. I guess I could uh, delay my a fireball in case I see anyone coming out. Okay. All right. So yeah, you start moving closer, and um, you know now now you can see flames actually popping up from the deck, the floor of the deck, like it's consuming the ship from the inside out. And then as you watch. Um, well, yeah, that's what you see. Flames, flames starting to consume the ship. All right. Um, all right. So this other uh, automaton st- still stomping towards you, Fenrith. Magic is illegal. These lands are under the rulership of Emperor Dragon LeBlanc. Um, and it's, let's see, it will move to there. Take so like a five-foot step to there. And now, instead of shooting a laser, it will start punching you. <laughs> punch you to do a one-two punch. Stop resisting, criminal scum. One hit and one miss. So you'll take um, 21 damage from the one punch. All right, punch to I the will face. Surrender. Also Surrender. Uh, release the inflict serious wounds. It's in the breastplate. Are you sure? I mean, apparently not. Ah. All right. <clears throat> because it failed. <laughs> well, it failed its will save. So do the damage. But, um. Well, what I'm know, saying not... is it's, yeah, it's going to fail. Yeah. You know. These things don't, um. Yeah, these things obviously have the same or or, or close to the same immunities to magic that golems have so so far from your experience and now we have this human here and you come cartwheeling and uh backflipping and somersaulting towards him probably just looking at me graham and so it will 
or he will cast a spell upon you. And what he's gonna cast is an enchantment. So make sure that it gives you the plus two to resist it. Okay. He will target Graham. Oh, you want to be that way, do you? He raises his hands, goes through the intricate motions, casts a spell, and this will call for a... Are you right up there on him? Uh, No, there's uh, 10 feet between us. We'll save. Uh-oh. And you have failed. It doesn't look like it added. Is it plus two? Mm. Yeah, did. you get a plus two. Did I still fail with a 15? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. we might as well use a hero, hero point and try it again. Okay. You're looking for a 20. Oh, goodness. Come on, Graham. I'm trying to repair our reputation here. Mm. Or 18. Sorry, you're looking for an 18. The other heroes already make fun of me. <laughs> That's a no. All right, so the spell completes, and you can feel this uh, uh, tingling feeling in your, you know, the back of your neck. And, uh, but, you know, you don't take any damage, so. No it, harm, no foul. It looks like whatever it was. Um, <laughs> Probably nothing. <laughs> Guy's a but vampire. You look over at, um, you know, you look back at Fenrith over there, and he's getting punched by this thing. And you. Uh, are consumed by the most powerful desire you've ever felt for his sword. Oh, can this be like when um, Kaylin uses her mother confessor power on Richard? Thunder without sound. Time, <laughs> right, time but was his. I already wanted his sword, so nothing changed. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me add this on here so we remember... <laughs> Hold on a sec, Fenrith. I got to do a little thieving. I'm sorry. I got to do it, Brandon. I feel so compelled to... Graham is invisible. <laughs> okay. I just yeah. have to. Yeah, yeah, you would cast invisibility, right? Yeah. 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 Well, no, that's never worked for yeah. me yet. <laughs> I know. I just, I just have to. You got to go over the entire list of no, effects I, to try to worm yeah. out of it. In it, fact, one might wonder. It is. I can never sneak attack. I can never... Meet the conditions of sneak attack. <laughs> <laughs> no, What's going it's, on here? It, it's good to keep, but yeah, in this case, that didn't help him. So um, uh, for the duration of this spell, you seek to obtain that object going so far as to attack anyone holding or wearing it. Mm. If you gain possession of it, you will protect it greedily, attacking anyone who approaches within 30 feet or who otherwise appears to be trying to take the object away. If no one approaches within 30 feet or seems interested in trying to take the object, then you can act normally. <laughs> All right. So uh, I guess you don't get an attack opportunity when you go to disarm him. Dang it. Because you're, well, no, he doesn't get one against you, right? Because you're invisible. That's you're... true. But uh, I have to try to disarm him. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, that's the wrong dude. Never mind. Take it all back. Go back in time. Go back. This isn't the dude I thought it was. Actually, you don't have to change anything because you, like you said, <laughs> like you already said, went. That's all right. Dock it. <laughs> no, you're right. Uh, this is not the dude who has the the true thing. So, well, I thought I should have known because when I was looking at him earlier, it looked like he had goggles on. Now there's blood covering his face, though. 
Uh, Never trust somebody with the goggles. No, he though. Yeah, but this isn't. The, <laughs> those aren't the the goggles you're worried about. So okay. So no, uh, that's not what happens. Instead, he casts a spell, and then you can tell that he can see you. And then Fenrith, your turn. All right, I will uh, cast defensively. Hey, it's my religion, okay? Calm down. <laughs> nice. I'm concerned so with I magic, cast, not with uh, religion. <laughs> righteous might on myself. All right. Yeah, I wonder how that's handled. Is he just lumping it all? Is it like a, what would it be, secular? Is that the word? So it just lumps all magic into one? I guess we'll have to ask him when we're pillaging his empire. <laughs> I look so forward to it. Hey, so is there any separation between arcane and divine or... I need to be able to teach uh, my rock how to breathe fire so I can just do a sweeping, <laughs> just sweep over <laughs> this okay. whole dang city. Anything else for your turn, Fenrir? We got dragons to uh, the quest. All five foot. Isn't there a flame breath spell? Because that's the one could that you... uh, makes oh, me bigger too, though. Okay. Yeah, there is a flame breath spell. Although you did say that you could put permanency in a ring. Potentially, but it would be for making a spell permanent. Yeah, I give your bird permanent dragon bird. Or but there's breath. a list that you uh, uh, can permanent. We could just use the the gnome device and hope we get lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Fenrith, you grow in size and you take a step over, and you can feel like the air of these gears brushing against your back, like you're right up against that wall there. It's not touching you yet, but you've got no room back there. Oh, it's only a 15 foot cone. All right. So that other human, he's getting kind of far away now, but he still takes aim anyways, and he'll take a shot at you. Fenrith. There's also a spell called dragon breath though. That doesn't seem right. Um, what is your AC now? Should be uh, 34. Oh, okay. All right. <clears throat> All right, yeah, so you you can hear the bullet go whizzing by you. And then, um, Rohan, back to you. So you see um, you're underneath this airship, and you see uh, these winged rowboats. Uh, they start shooting past you. Um, they move really fast. <clears throat> okay. But it's your turn. Um, as they're coming out of the hold, I'll target any um we'll, we'll say i split my four attacks between two different enemies that are holding basically anything because i don't know what is and is not a weapon with these people okay um you're splitting it between two different enemies two different enemies okay yeah all right so yeah this uh the first one that that you can you know that makes it out is full of humans holding those you know, rifles. Okay. Yeah, I'll take aim at uh at one of them. All right. So here, let me do this. I can I can put them on the map real quick. Where did it go? All right. So they'll be here. Where did you go? All right. You can target the two there near the front of the ship now. Um. Well, you know. If you want. Okay. I'm throwing that one first. So my first two, my multi-shot are at 24. All right. Those are hits. 
then the next one is five, and the last one is minus ten. Okay. Okay, so did all four hit? Yeah, so you've got hit, hit, yeah. Okay. I don't know why. Oh, you must not have targeted, but that would hit. <clears throat> that's to the first guy, that's to the second guy. Okay, so what was that? 14 uh, and 3 and yeah. 7 and 12. Yeah, 17 and 19. Um, and then okay. uh, Tempest and I will go straight out from the front at full speed. How far is that? Do I can go a little bit farther than that? Yeah, what is Tempest speed? Uh, 80. So I can go 160. So yeah, that's about right where I would have been. Okay. All right. <clears throat> and that's my turn. Okay. So from there, you both, Casimir uh, um, and Rohan, both watch the um, those automatons on the deck. They just walk right off of the ship and fall into the ocean below. Makes sense. Probably just going to walk the, the floor and release the Kraken. Mm. Or in this case, giant mechanical eel. No, I meant we should release the Kraken on them. We have a Kraken, right? Oh, we will if that chain keeps eating away at the uh, yeah <laughs> at that gate. Or did Tempest accidentally eat our Kraken after the after the hurricane? Oh, ate it. That one got ate. Yeah. In fact, she uh, broke part of our house getting in. Yeah. I was thinking retroactively, if we'd had Hover, she wouldn't have needed to do that. Mm-hmm. All right. So then that, and then Rohan, that the two that you had shot, mm -hmm. they're in a boat with a dozen others. And that boat goes streaking um, towards the island at, at obscene speed. But as it does, and you can see that too, Casimir, as it makes distance from the ship, and then another one comes out behind it, also full of people. And it's traveling at a ridiculous speed. Um, and you can see this like shimmer coming from the back of it. And uh, in fact, Graham and Fenrith, you see it streak over your heads as well. And um, but it's like wildly out of control. And you can see that they're hanging on for dear life. It's like spinning and stuff. And it looks like, you know, some stuff's falling out of it. But it goes both of those go crashing into the forest somewhere way off into the new forest and the thick trees. Um, so that's you guys see that and. That brings us to Graham. Your turn, Graham. All right. Let's, uh, now that he can see me, we'll perform a acrobatic backstab. So I got to tumble through his space. Hardy carry. What's up? Nothing. Let's tumble through 20, I think. Let me double check. I'm a fantastic roller. All right. So one second here. No, it's 25. So now I'm going to use that hero point. Okay. Almost tried to go back on that two for me again. All right. So that gets you up into his space without provoking an attack? Through his space without provoking an attack. All right. And then before you do your attack, please do a, a reflex save. <clears throat> okay. All right. Go ahead. Sir, I'd really like it if you just closed your eyes. <laughs> so as you get up next to him, you know, he puts his hands out. You can feel some force coming from his oh, okay. hands. But, you know, you you 
bend and twist out of the way and it washes over you and doesn't have any effect. But go ahead and do your... Okay, so then that I'm going to attack defensively, but the acrobatic backstep drops his dex for my next attack. All right, let me... You want me to use the flat-footed modifier? Yep. That'll be the easiest. Oh, my no. God. Uh, <laughs> Let's hero. use another hero point. Okay. I cannot believe. Just raining them hero points. I know. It's crazy. You still got a 20 with a with a one. <laughs> well, I don't usually attack singly. But, yeah. You know, it's always like depleted, but let's see what happens. That's a hit. All right. Does he qualify for sneak attacking? Yep. Okay. No, because you're invisible and you can't see your eyes. <laughs> uh, all right. So damage from that sneak attack. And if he's still upright, then that qualifies for one of my abilities called a staggering strike. Plus the gems, if you got it. Um, yeah, I don't think I will, though. One second here. You, you stab him, you know, you slice him so good, like his neck just opens and just blood comes pouring out, but... Do I have to reflex again? He explodes like a Baylor. <laughs> Dang it. No. Um, there it is. No, you don't have to reflex, but like, you know, you open up his throat and blood just like shoots out in a jet. And clearly he's dead, but uh, you see then a um, like a, a shimmer of, uh, you know, some bright, you know, magical force washing over his body that immediately heals some of that damage. So he's not, um, it's some magical effect that, that heals him. So um, let me get the. Okay. So uh, any healing that is done would drop the staggering effect. Mm -hmm. So. Dude. I'll never forgive your brother for what I think we fought Baylor blew up. I had improved evasion. Yeah. Okay. I still died because I was supposed to take none or half. Right. And he still killed me because he wanted us all to go to some dang oh. place. <laughs> plot, plot death. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so yeah, like right in, you know, you open his throat and then it closes back up, but he's clearly like, Still almost dead, um, barely able to stand. But what is what's the other thing you do? Well, a staggering strike would make it so you'd only have one action. However, if you uh, perform a DC 15 heal check or you have healing some other way, that goes away. So I assume this healing effect would heal up what staggered him. No. Well, let's let me figure that out. Where is that? So it's in the complete adventure or maybe... Complete scoundrel, I forget. I can post the text as I just copied it from that book over if you want. Okay. Sir, I'd really like it if you provoked an attack right now. How long does your um acrobatic sneak attack last? Just till my next attack. Okay. I have to go to bluffs from here. Oh, I was just wondering if it was like um like power attack where like until my next turn I have that minus yeah. type of thing. Okay, so yeah, that wouldn't have that effect. All right, so you're right about that. Okay. And is that your turn? Yes. All right, yeah, so you've done extreme damage to him. He's barely able to stand, and those guys disappear, and that will bring us to Casimir. We're going to have to stop for the day. Yeah. Time flies, so <laughs> we'll pick this up again next week. All right, man. Thank you. All right, thank, thank you. you. Uh, Thanks, Bernie. Yeah, you bet. So we need to teach the rocks how to carry uh, fuel air bombs.
This has been a Death Watch production. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.